And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Palm Sunday, the account of Palm Sunday is recorded in all the Gospels. And it commemorates the entrance of Christ Jesus into Jerusalem as Savior and King. Amen? For the first time, they recognized him as king and savior. That's why they shouted, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And so they took palm branches and placed them in his path. But I want you to realize that although it was Jesus' triumphant or triumphal entry, as some people say, into Jerusalem, it was his first step towards his death. Amen? So it was the beginning of that week that he would die on the cross and ratify what I call the new covenant. Now, Matthew chapter 21 verse 4 tells us why there had to be a Palm Sunday. Amen? It tells us in verse 4, all this was done. In other words, all this is Jesus entering into Jerusalem on a donkey, for that matter, it's a baby donkey. It's called the foal of an ass. Let me say that again. I didn't, I, I'm, 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 it's in the Bible. Amen? It's the foal of an ass. It's a baby donkey. So Jesus entering into Jerusalem on a baby donkey. Palms, palms being waved at him. And the people's clothing laid on the ground. That had to happen. Matthew 21 verse 4 tells us because all this was done, you got it? That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. And what did the prophet say? Tell ye the daughter of Zion, behold your king cometh unto you. And this is how he comes. He doesn't come with pomp as yet. He'll be coming with pomp. But for purposes of what he came to do the first time, he's coming unto you meek and sitting upon an ass and a colt, the foal of an ass. Also, not only is that happening, but you have two crowds follow one ahead of Jesus and the other following Jesus. Amen. You see, Jesus had just healed Lazarus and he left. He went to Bethany where Lazarus was healed and he was making his way to Jerusalem. On his way to Jerusalem, there was a crowd behind Jesus and waiting for him in Jerusalem, there was another crowd and these crowds converged and they began to wave palms. Amen. Glory be to Jesus and say, King of Kings, Hosanna blessed be the name of the Lord Hosanna Lord save now anybody out there get some you have some issues you need God to you need God to deal with you now for you now not tomorrow now God I need your help now I got this problem I've got this challenge I need you to fix it now <laughs> and so that's why he came to fix 
these problems. And so this morning I came here to talk to you about saving now. Can you say save now? Save now, save now Lord. Save now. So each gospel, right, as I said, it's in all the gospel accounts, but each gospel writer they were led by the holy ghost to emphasize different aspects of this day as it unfolded for example only john only john communicated that it was palm trees that was cut and waved at jesus as he rode into jerusalem matthew didn't say that matthew 21 he just said others cut down branches of the trees and strode them in the way he never mentioned what type of branches he said branches were cut from trees but not what type of tree not only Matthew, but Mark also said the very same thing. Branches were cut down of trees and strode them in the way. Luke completely omitted telling us anything about branches being cut. He went straight. He just told us in Luke 19.36. And he went, they spread their clothes in the way. That's all he said. But he emphasized an aspect of that day I want to go to before the sermon ends. So, because John... Hmm, was the one who told us it wasn't a sycamore tree it wasn't an olive tree mm -hmm. it wasn't any other tree but a palm tree from which the leaves were cut we cut we will look at the gospel of john and what he said about that particular day but brothers and sisters this is what i want to tell you I'm happy that John tells us that it was a palm tree because the palm tree is a symbol of something that's very important to us as Christians. Many of these New Testament practices are rooted in Old Testament history. The palm tree represented, listen why I'm happy that John told us it was a palm tree. The palm tree represented goodness, peace, victory. And was symbolic of the final victory Jesus would soon fulfill over death. It is amazing. Scripture mentions one female judge who judged Israel under a palm tree. Her name was Deborah. She judged Israel under a palm tree. Can you quickly, can you quickly go to Judges chapter 4 verses 4 to 5. I want to show you the history of the palm tree quickly. Judges chapter 4, we'll read verses 4 to 5. You got it? Judges chapter 4 verse 4. And Deborah the prophetess. She was a? It's a female prophet. For those of you who think God should not be using women. Let me move on here. A female prophetess. She had a husband, the wife of Lapidoth. She judged Israel at that time. What did she do to Israel? She judged Israel at that time. A female. Today, many people have problems with female preachers. Mm -hmm. If God never had a problem, why, would we, why should we have a problem? Amen. Yes, the Bible says in verse 5, And she dwelt under the palm tree of whom? Deborah. Of Deborah. Between, she, she, had her own, she had her own palm tree. Where she judged between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim, 
and the children of Israel came up to her for Deborah. Yes, she brought peace to those who were confused and victory to those who were in struggle. Amen? Let me say this, brothers and sisters. For those of us Don't you ever second guess who God chose to use. Amen. Amen. God will use a woman and she never has to stop being ladylike. Amen. <laughs> she does not have to act like a man or be a man for God to use her. God used Deborah with all her charm and ladylikeness. Can I use that word? She never stopped she never stepped away from her husband covering. She did her judging under the palm trees and brought much peace to Israel. You know what I, and that's me, you know what I believe we need in Congress, in the Senate, and in the House, there is just too much testosterone. That is my story and I'm sticking with it. Too much. We need some estrogen in there. I with me. We need, this is what we need. We need a female to be the majority and minority uh, uh, um, representative of both sides. We need some people who can stand up, some people who have some backbones. Amen? Let me move along here. But what we need is sometimes we just need a mama. Well, let me. You, you remember it was Jesus' mama who pushed him into ministry. Oh, well. <laughs> are you, are you, he was afraid he said woman my time has not yet come she said I know your time has come she said do as he says and she left the building <laughs> yes sir she pushed him into his ministry she knew he was ready there is a female out there who's ready for congress <laughs> let me move on I'm moving right along. I didn't come to talk about that. I came to talk about the palm tree. But I just thought I would drop something. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. So let's quickly read the account from John. <laughs> let's read the account from John. Since he's the one who told us about the palm tree. Is that alright? Glory be to Jesus. John chapter 12. Let's read verse 12 to 15. Glory be to Jesus. John chapter 12 verse 12 to 15. It says, on the next day, much people that will come to the feast, it's the Passover. They all came to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. And when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, you see, Jesus' reputation had preceded him. They knew that he was the one who healed Lazarus. Are you with me, saints? They knew he was, he was the one who healed Lazarus. And you remember I told you, there was a crowd following Jesus from Bethany. He was on his way to Jerusalem. Guess who was in that crowd? Lazarus saying he touched me he raised me that's him that's the savior he saved me he can save you all you gotta do is say Hosanna save now if he saved Lazarus he can save me guess who was in that line the woman the woman with the issue of blood she kept saying I got no issue I got anyhow let me move on let me, let me move on. Let me move. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you got an issue this morning, put it to the Lord. 
Oh, glory. Save now, Lord. She said, he saved me from my issue. And he can save you now from your issue. Somebody says, save now. And many of you are quiet. I know, you know, I know life can do a number on you. But let me tell you, you are in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And I need you to do like these people do. I'm going to show you in the book of Luke how they lift up, lifted up their voices. And they began to praise God. And there was some, there was some from, the, from, the, uh, from the frozen chosen community who wanted to shut them up. Are you with me? Glory be to Jesus. Bishop, can I say, oh, you know who I thought was in that, was in that crowd? Blind Bartimaeus. Lord have mercy. I believe he was there in that crowd following Jesus and they said remember you remember blind Bartimaeus oh Lord I give you praise they said Bartimaeus son of Timaeus they said blind Bartimaeus we need you to be quiet they said keep the decorum because you know we are very sophisticated in here <laughs> Bartimaeus said you can see I can see I'm gonna make some noise up in here I'm going to praise Let me <laughs> <laughs> I had to praise my God because he saved me now. Yeah, so that's why I refuse to be quiet in the house of God. I'm going to show you in a while. Yeah, yeah. There were some Pharisees while Jesus was passing. And they said, why don't you tell your disciples to stop? He said, if they stop, the very stones will begin to cry and say, Hosanna, Hosanna. You got some church folks who are so sophisticated. Come in the house of the Lord. Sit in. Let me, let, let me move on here. Let me move on here. Let me move on here. Glory be to Jesus. Let me move on here. The reason why some of us cannot praise is because we haven't seen anything yet. We have had no experience. Yeah, we, we, we feel nothing. Excuse my vernacular. We feel nothing. Well, let, let me move on here. Let me move. <laughs> So, <laughs> I feel the presence of the Lord in the house of the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. The Bible tells that God has ordained praise in the mouths of babes and sucklings to steal the enemy and the avenger. You want to get the devil off your case? Start praising God. Start using the word and praise God. Hallelujah. 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 The old folks sang a song that said, I command you, Satan, in the name of the Lord, to take up your weapons and flee. For the Lord has given me authority to walk all over you. Hey, it's Palm Sunday. It is his triumphal entry. Can you join and say, Hosanna? Hosanna! To the King of Kings, Hosanna to the Lord of Lords. Oh, hallelujah! 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 Glory be to Jesus. Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah! <laughs> ah, thank you, Jesus. When the King is coming, you cannot behave as usual. You got to do something. Show some signs of life. 
so some show some signs of respect amen so some signs of belief so we are told here, this is what they did in verse 13, verse 13. As he's coming down, he, they took branches, palm trees, and that is where we get the phrase Palm Sunday right here. Amen. From John, amen. Palm trees and went forth to meet him. So he's coming down, they went forth to meet him. And cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Verse 14 says, And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, sat thereon, as it is written. It was written before. I'll show you where it's written in a while. Fear not, daughter of Zion. That's what was written. Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king cometh, sitting on an ass's colt. Notice that phrase, ass's colt, sitting on a donkey, not on a cow. You see, cows moo donkeys hee-haw hee-haw <laughs> i owned a donkey once and they just cannot move like cows <laughs> oh blessed be the name of jesus quickly what i want to do what I want to do, I want to pull out some key verses, some keywords or key phrases from the text. Amen. So as we spend the rest of the day, we can think of these things. There are some things that are communicated here to us we cannot miss on this Palm Sunday. Since I want to leave you with some phrases in here, some key words. Amen. The first phrase I want to bring to your attention is, they said, blessed is the king of Israel. Amen. Blessed, that's verse 13. Can you go back to verse? Blessed is the king of Israel. This is the first time in Israel, this is the first time they called him the king. Not just a prophet. They called him prophet a lot. But you see, they called him king because they were now under Roman rule. They were being squeezed. Since, listen to me, you don't, you don't have to wait when you are squeezed to recognize Jesus as king. Don't wait when you're under pressure. Don't wait when your back is against the wall. When the devil has his hands in your throat about to kill you, you recognize him now. Yeah. As king of kings and lord of lords. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It doesn't matter what you feel. It is a faith walk. It doesn't matter what you see, what you feel. The late Zig Ziglar said, fear is false evidence appearing real. It is not as it looks. The devil knows how to throw up a smoke screen. He's gifted and well crafted in that area. So blessed is the king of Israel. And so they're saying he's the Messiah. Because they are quoting a messianic text. Can, let me show you the text they're quoting. Psalms 118 verse 26. Psalms 118 verse 26. It reads, blessed be he that cometh in whom the name of the lord we have blessed you out of the house of the lord that's what they're quoting the next phrase i want to bring to your attention is hosanna it means save now we just said it and it's coming from that same text can you go to verse can you go to verse 25 of that same text psalms 115 here is the word hosanna it's an old testament word used in the new testament save now what does hosanna means Save now. We have been told by Matthew that it was it Palm Sunday had to happen because it was prophesied by an old prophet, Zechariah and Isaiah. And so this is where they got it. Psalms 118, verses 25. Sorry. 
It says, what does, what does Hosanna mean? That's the same phrase right in the Old Testament. Psalms 118 verse 25. Save now, I beseech you, O Lord. It continues, O Lord, I beseech you, send what? Send what now? Save now. Same word. He said, Lord, send now prosperity. He said, it is not only affecting me and my family, it's affecting the entire economy. We need you to save this economy. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go somewhere with this right here. We need you to save now this economy. We need you to save us now from this pandemic. That's what I'm getting to. Save us now. That's why we should be shouting, Hosanna! Hosanna! Oh, I've been shouting it all morning. I've been shouting it all morning. Save us from this pandemic. It's no longer about me. It's about us. He said, send prosperity. The economy is affected. It's more than us. Send help now. Save us now. It's affecting our economy. We need God to save us from this pandemic. Save us from what we are in now. Don't wait, Lord. Don't wait, Lord. Save us right now. Only you can help us. How many of you thank God for the vaccines? We thank God for the vaccines. Amen. And I thank God many people are getting it and they are now coming out. Praise the Lord. Amen. Somebody asked, Pastor, should I get it? I said, that's your call. They said, Pastor, don't put me out there like that. They said, don't put me out there, out there like that. So when the person said that, I said, Lord, they're going to ask me again, should I take it? And I said, Lord, can you give me some help to answer that question? Amen. How many of you know we have help? And the person said, Pastor, please tell me, should I take it? I said, take it and bless it. <laughs> bless it. Just like you bless your meal. Bless it. Let me move on here. <laughs> Glory be to God. Bless it. Because so, you, you, you have to be very careful. Amen. Some people want to do it. And you, you have to be. If you have to take it, bless it. Nothing bad is going to happen to me. It may happen to other people, but not more. <laughs> hey, that's what the Bible says. The Bible says when you bless your meal, any poison any virus that's in there it dies immediately man we got game as christians <laughs> let me move on here hallelujah glory hallelujah says that's a good prayer to pray considering our current our our current situation lord save us now i've been saying it all day all morning lord save us now you are the only one who can save us oh god we thank you Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I do not think since it's by coincidence we are going through this passage of scripture right now. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are going through this pandemic and now we are going through this passage of scripture. So now we have. <laughs> what we do have? That's what we do. That's what we do. We have help. But will you humble yourself and open your mouth and say, Lord, save us now. Save us now. If you, have, if you have a loved one who's going through some challenges, can you say, Lord, save that person now? Just save me from whatever the challenge is. Save me. If you, you need a spouse, Lord, save me from being spouseless. 
uh, you, <laughs> let me share this with you. you Christianity, you are, it, it has to come home. Some of us are so, some of us are so spiritual. You, you, we, you, we leave the help out there. Bring the help in the house. Say, Lord, I'm in here by myself. Send me. I need help. Oh, Lord, I. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Save me when? Now. Now. Some of us say, Lord, have mercy. Are you, you, Christianity has to be real. And when God sees you real, He works with you. Save me now. Save me some problems, uh, some things that, some traps the devil is setting up for us. God, save me now from that trap the devil is setting for me. I do not know. Save me now. Go ahead of me and save me now. Oh, Lord, they said send prosperity now. Prosperous now. We need the help. Amen. That's what Psalms 107 verse 20 says. It says, he sent his word and delivered them. You got to see that verse. That's one of my favorite scriptures. It says, he sent his word and healed them. What he did? He sent his word and what? Healed them and delivered them from there. From that pandemic. Hosanna. Save now. You got, you got an issue in your body? Though. You know who else was in that group of people praising God? I told you the woman with the issue of blood. <laughs> you got an issue of something. Save now. Save now. An issue of lack. Save now. Your health is challenged. Save now. It doesn't matter what the issue is. Save now. But I tell you, she was in that, she was in that, uh, in that multitude. She was dancing. She said, I got no issues. I got no issues. I got no issues. I'm all right now. I'm all right now. I'm all right now. Hosanna! I got no issues. I got no issues. <laughs> I'm all right now. Glory be to God. Let me move on here. You are, don't encourage me. <laughs> Hallelujah! Since there is another word I want to bring to your attention, another phrase from verse 15. The first two words from verse 15. And God asked me to share this with you. So uh, let's go to our text, John chapter 12. John chapter 12. We're still going through our text. John chapter 12, verse 15. What's the two first words? Ah, that's what they said. Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king cometh sitting on an ass's fold. Why must you fear not? Because your king. Fear not. This is one of the most frequently repeated commands in the Bible. Fear not. That phrase is used over more than is used more than 365 times in the Bible. More than 365 times. In other words, God is saying, put your trust in Him. Don't let your heart be afraid. Can somebody say chillax? Yes. You know, He's going to take care of that. Whatever the issue is, He's going to take care of it. There are two of my favorite scriptures, two of my favorite scriptures I recite every morning. Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10 and Isaiah 
fear thou not. Emmanuel, I always put my name in there. Why? For I am with you. <laughs> oh, what a blessing. I'm with you. Be not dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yeah, yes, can we go through the rest? Can you bring up the rest quickly? Yes, I will what? Help you. Anybody here needs help? Yes, yes, yes. He said, not only will I strengthen you and help you, but I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. I'm telling you, in this current pandemic time, fear not. For God is with you. He will strengthen you. He will help you. He'll uphold you with his right hand of righteousness. One caveat, if you believe it. <laughs> Can somebody say, I believe? I believe. I believe. Yes, hallelujah. Quickly, the next one, 41, 14. Oh, hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Fear not, thou worm Jacob. <laughs> and you men of Israel. Why? I will help you. Ooh. You are my redeemer, the holy one of isn't that a blessing sense that's what the prophets prophesied amen and that's what was happening on Palm Sunday while Jesus was entering Jerusalem everything that was prophesied by these prophets it was unfolding in real time and God sent me to tell you this morning recognize him as king and when you do there's no need to fear a king knows how to take care of his people are you with me fear not <laughs> recognize him as king isn't that a blessing hallelujah glory be to jesus hallelujah one of my favorite luke chapter 8 verse 50 i know it real well because the area code of Tallahassee is 850 That's why I memorize scripture. I make associations. 8-5-0. But when Jesus, he's talking to Jairus. You remember Jairus? Yes, yes, yes. The leader of the synagogue who fell on his knees for his daughter. That's why I tell you, folk who don't want to move in church, life hasn't hit them as yet. Yeah, yeah. Life will catch up with you. Yeah, yeah. And, all, and, and many of us are on, on, on retroactive praise. Many of us owing God praise. The time will come when you'll give him more. You, you, some of us are owing him praise. You, when life catch up with you, you'll give it up. You'll give up the praise. But when Jesus heard them, told Jairus, don't bother the master. Your daughter died. Because he's the resurrection and the life. He couldn't stay quiet. <laughs> you see, you, you, you'll know if you have life in you when people around you are talking death and something inside you. You just cannot stay quiet. Jesus turned back and said, fear not. Believe only and she shall be made whole. <laughs> in the face of death, fear not. In the face of death, fear not. Believe only, and she shall be made whole. 
uh, whole rest shall be restored fully double for your trouble when you when the word whole is used in the bible think of what god did for job that's what wholeness means restored he got double for his trouble fully restored that's wholeness not just not just a little dab will do you no 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 little dab will do you in christianity he abounds he's a god of abundance oh god we give you praise hallelujah oh we thank you lord Woo. so god is telling us i've got it under control i'm going to take care of it are you with me saint yes, let's look at the last part of verse 15. it says behold your king cometh sitting on an ass's colt i need you to get that my first point recognize him as king second point fear not here comes the third one he's riding into jerusalem but he's riding on an ass's colt here jesus is making a triumphal entry on an ass or donkey we said on a hee-haw because zachariah chapter 9 verse 9 said it Amen. rejoice greatly O daughter of zion shout O daughter of jerusalem zachariah chapter 9 verse 9 amen he's coming on a donkey and zachariah 9 tells us why he's coming on a donkey yeah he tells us can you go to zachariah chapter 9 verse 9 you need to see that saint because i'm about to make a point rejoice greatly O daughter of zion shout what do you have to do Shout! i don't understand why people just think we have to be quiet in church I, I have to say it every time because i meet people like that all the time they have a shock when they go to heaven O daughter of jerusalem behold your king cometh unto you this is why he comes on a baby donkey he comes because he's just and he has salvation <laughs> and he's what lowly and riding upon an ass he is humble my third point god asked me to tell you to do evaluate your humility during that time evaluate your humility oh god i give you praise no no let, let me I, i'm not going to belay that point because i want to get it home amen i was going to give you everything but i'll keep it for another time this is what god said to me to explain to you you see back then when a king comes home he comes on a horse he comes in as a conqueror not only he comes in on a horse he comes in on the tallest horse so you can see him in pomp and pride because he's a conqueror but jesus came on a baby donkey look at the analogy you have the horse taller than the donkey you have the donkey and then you have a baby donkey lower than the donkey so he's coming on a baby <laughs> are you getting my point he's coming on a baby donkey possibly his, his legs may be dragging on his legs dragging on the earth are you with me because he's trying to send a point to you and i evaluate your humility because galatians chapter 4 verse 6 says god resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble 
<laughs> oh God, we give you praise. Hey, glory be to God. Peter, First Peter 5, 6 says, Humble yourselves under the mighty hands of God that he may exalt you in due season. Proverbs 18, 12. Before destruction is hardiness and before honor is humility. Evaluate your humility during this season. Evaluate your one of my favorite Psalm 75 verse 6 and 7. It says promotion cometh not from the east from the west or from the south but he said God is judge verse I think verse, verse 7 says but God is judge what he putteth up one what what what, what he did he put he, he, he humbles those who doesn't humble themselves oh he knows how to keep you humble oh he'll take you down a notch <laughs> he'll take you down a notch so you can evaluate your humility <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus you remember Paul Paul got letters from the authorities in Jerusalem thinking that he was the man riding down in Jerusalem with his uh, in Damascus with his entourage and he ran into the king of kings and the lord of lords life change I'd never seen that not on a donkey lower than a donkey a baby donkey to show you and I always be humble because God that's God's cue for promotion that's his cue for promotion and during this season I needed to evaluate these brothers and sisters we need to evaluate this recognize God as king fear not because God cannot work where there is fear. The Bible says faith worketh by love. Mm? And third, evaluate. See how he came in as a king. Now this I want to tell you. The first time he came, he came on a baby donkey. The second time around. Hold on. The first time he came with salvation as a savior. Second time around, the Bible says he's coming on a white horse. Now it's war. <laughs> let's read it revelation 19 i want to show you how he's coming the second time that is why we need to get the we need to get the humility thing right now get it right now oh you got it revelation 19 11 it says john says and i saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he doth judge and make war look at his eyes verse 12 tell us about his eyes his eyes was a flame of fire <laughs> and on his head were many crowns can somebody say king of kings and lord of lords he's coming now to take over <laughs> Woo! hallelujah hallelujah 
Let's go jump to verse 14. We don't have time. Let's go to verse 14. Verse 14 of the same text, Revelation 19, reads, And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses in fine linen, white and clean. Verse 15 tells us, And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword. And with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of God. Verse 16, I want to reach out. And he hath in his vesture, on his vesture, on his cloak. This is what he has. <laughs> Hallelujah. He has a, a sash. That's going across his body. And on the sash, what's written is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. No longer on a donkey. He's coming back to rule and reign. Oh, since you better get it straight. That's our Jesus. That's our King. <laughs> Come on, somebody, give him some praise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you say, Hosanna? Oh, yes. Save now. Amen. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Can I give you the next point, my last point? Yes. My last point, quickly. Yes. I need to go to Luke, the Gospel of Luke, to explain my last point. Are you with me? Luke is telling us, notice I said the Holy Spirit led each of the gospel writers to emphasize on a certain aspect of that day. Luke is emphasizing what took place before Jesus came into Jerusalem. Because it's so important for us as a church. Amen? So here's what Luke is telling us. While Jesus left Bethphage with Lazarus, amen? You know who was in that crowd I told you about? Lazarus. Lazarus was in that crowd. Luke chapter 19 verse 37. Luke 19 37. And when he was come nigh, so he left Beth, Bethany, sorry, Bethany. Even now at the descent of Mount Olives, what happened? The whole multitude of the disciples began to what? Rejoice. Rejoice and did what? With what? <laughs> Woo! A loud voice for all the what? Mighty works. <laughs> Mighty works. All the miracles. All the signs. All the wonders. The whole multitude. The people who came with him from Bethany and those who met him in Jerusalem. The two great tides of people joined together and they made a huge crowd. A huge crowd and they were shouting and praising God Amen. shouting and praising God just like Bartimaeus yes, sir. blind Bartimaeus you remember him I just remember Bartimaeus said I'm not gonna stay quiet no I'm not gonna stay quiet no 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 no, no. You, I can tell you you know I'm persuaded the more I stay in church mm -hmm. can I say that you, you think it's okay I'm persuaded that the reason why so many people are so quiet in church is because, can, can you excuse me if I use some vernacular? They ain't seen nothing. They ain't seen nothing. They're just looking. They don't understand what it means. They're, they're whom I call praise inspectors. 
Yeah, yeah. Like the Pharisees. Yeah, you know, like the Pharisees. They have no real experience with God. From the frozen chosen community. They are the ones who say, it doesn't take all that to praise God. You've heard them around? Yeah, yeah, because life hasn't stopped in their house. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. You see, you see, because so far, the doctor has answered all their questions. The employer has answered their financial problems. Are you with me? They haven't met life. When life meets you. Yeah, yeah. When life, ask Naaman, Naaman in the Old Testament. When life meets you, you will submit. Such people, they have seen nothing. They haven't felt a thing. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? They have, they, 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 for some reason, for some reason, they just think that their way to praise God is the way. Forget what God says. For real, I told somebody recently, why don't you go believe what God believe and go believe it? Go find out what God believe and go believe it. And the Bible tells us people shouted and praised God open their mouth. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Can I say, can I say, people act the fool praising God. When I think about Jesus and what he's done for me, when I think about Jesus and how he set me free, I can dance, dance. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.